20 of April, 1986 Dear Diary, After six hours of flight, we arrive to Chernobyl. I'm staying in an apartment near the nuclear plant with my husband and my little boy. The apartment where we are staying is very nice. It's the newest in Russia. It looks like a good place for staying lifetime because it's peaceful and a quiet place too. In the apartment, there's two bedrooms, a kitchen and a living room. Also, on the balcony, there are pots to plant flowers of all kinds. And the view is beautiful from the 13th floor. You can see the nuclear plant all the tops of the trees and the houses. We wanted to leave the apartment to see the place where we were going to stay for two weeks. We were walking and a person came to give us some tickets to visit the nuclear plant on April 25 and we accepted. My husband is a firefighter. He came he saved too much money to be able to do this nice two weeks trip. We already planned our calendar to go to the highest number of places before returning to England. Tomorrow we are going to a Chicago wheel near the apartment and then we are going to a restaurant near too. My little boy Oliver is too happy for being able to meet the other country. For those who don't know where is Chernobyl, this place is in the north of Ukraine, Russia. Russia is the biggest country in the world. Curious fact, Russia is almost the size of Pluto the planet. I bet you didn't know that. Chernobyl is well known for its nuclear plant. 23 of April 1986 Dear Diary, I'm sorry if, you, if I didn't finish last time, but my son was very excited to go out, and someone had to go with him. But today, today will be the best day in Russia. Why? Because we are going to the Pripyat Amusement Park. At the park that we are going to, they say that there are attractions for any type of people. What I mean is that they can see from bumper cars to carousels. I'm so excited. I look like a child how excited I am. We are in the amusement park. It's already 12 a.m. in Russia. And we already bought the tickets and now our goal is to have fun. Episode 1, 24 of April, 1986. Yesterday, we were walking through the park and I was so drowned to everything I saw 
that I didn't even realize I was about to collide with them, with someone. When I collided with the person, he apologized in Russian. I told him that I didn't understand, but he understood me, and he apologized in English. I said that I was very distracted, and I had to be the one who apologizes. He told me his name. His name was Valery Lagasov. And he also added that he was a scientist and worked at the nuclear plant. I told him that I have been a pleasure meeting him. And I also told him my name. He talked for a long time. He told us about the life in Russia and about the nuclear plant. Finally, we told him that they had given us some tickets to visit the plant. Fantastic, he yelled. You're going to love the nuclear plant. And he said goodbye. This scientist was tall with brown hair and glasses. He had never met a, a scientist Well, I never met a scientist before, and I thought they were more serious, not as friendly as Lagasov. Like at 5 p.m., we decided to go to eat. We looked for a place for ask for food, and we found one. To be honest, the food was not very good but we were hungry so we'd eat it all i eat borscht that is a traditional food from russia that it can be eaten cold and hot this food is reddish it's like a red soap my husband julian ate Sub called Uha that has called salmon and potatoes. And Oliver eat a ham a hamburger a hamburger. I'm sorry. I'm not surprised. Never mind. At night we sat on chairs and we see the stars. Like it was not a city as big as London, they could be seen very well. Diary entry 2, 25 of April, 1986. Today is the day to visit the nuclear plant. Honestly, I like more to see nuclear plants from far away. I don't know why. I have never seen one before, but I feel like a chill. I feel like something bad is going to happen when we go to the plant, but it sure is nothing. A bus has just arrived to take us to the plant. They ask for our tickets to mark them, and we already are in our way to Chernobyl nuclear plant.
I can't tell much about the tree because what I see is only skinny trees and tall trees, also houses. Oliver is playing with a toy car and a green soldier. Julian is reading a book called The Lord of Rings, The Two Towers. And we must leave our things on the bus because we cannot bring objects to the plant. So I think I'm going to tell you what happened at the plant after we finish our tour. Episode 2, five hours later. As I promised, I'm going to tell you about what happened. When we go to the plant, we clearly got off the bus and we already had the plant in front of us and other people who came for the tour. The nuclear plant was not open for too much people, only scientists or staff that were allowed to go in. The plant decided that it was time to open their doors once a month. Since the door were open once a month, we were very lucky to be able to visit it today. The plant is not like a museum. It does not have shelves where things with historical facts are found. No. You can see the generators or the machinery unit of nuclearity. You can see the reactors, but only from set reactor one to four, and you can talk to some of the scientists who work there, but when they are in lunch time, because after the lunch break, they have to focus on their work. And if they don't focus, something can go wrong and cause a nuclear disaster. I hope that never that never happens. Today, our guide mentioned that the engineer Anatlovi Dilatlov was going to be in charge of tomorrow and that he was going to do some tests which with the reactors in case of emergency happened to be able to turn them off quickly. I will describe the nuclear plant but is it is so big that words will not reach me. They will have to, you will have to see it from yourself. But hey, we are going to the apartment, so tomorrow will be another day in Russia. Six hours later, I just woke up. I am smelling something ugly. I'm going to look out the window to see if there is fire or something similar in the apartment. Well, now I'm much worried. I open the window and a gust of wine hit me and my pajamas are white. The gust of wine had black granites like pickles like ashes, but I didn't see a fire near me.
okay, okay. Now I'm much more worried. I sound, I just, I sound just sounded too loud. It's one twenty in the morning. The noise woke woke us all up. Oliver is crying in my arms. He said he's afraid of the sound that just sounded. The nuclear plant has just exploded and we can see all the fire from the balcony. My husband wants to go to help and I told him not to go but he already left. I could stop I couldn't stop him. We are going to the out to the balcony to see what is happening. Ten minutes later. We went back to the apartment because they are asking us to leave the place quickly. But I can't stop thinking about my husband, who is out there. They ask us to evacuate and call and run as far as possible. We must get on the next bus, but I it, it had not arrived. And people are going crazy and they are leaving and I don't know where to go or what to do i have no idea and i can't go i can't not think if i have oliver in my hand and i'm writing with my other hand i must find someone who can help me entry diary 3 27 of april 1986 it's been almost Eight hours on the street. I don't know where I'm going to. I don't know. I don't understand this Russian language. It's also impossible to get help. I know it's very exaggerated, but I think I never go back to Russia. I'm left with the trauma of the explosion. We are seeing helicopters go by very fast. Apparently, their fire has not been put out or maybe there is still people inside the nuclear plant. I'm tired and I still think that we were in the nuclear plant 17 hours before the explosion happened. That's to have lucky. Two more hours have passed since I wrote. The helicopters are returning. Apparently everything is ending for sure. But, by the way, I met a woman called Lyudmila that knows English. And her husband is also a firefighter and is also helping with the explosion. Now I'm hearing a helicopter screaming my name, but I can't see it. It's Julian calling me. I will let you know if it is. It was Julian. They could recognize me in the crown and I'm ready in the helicopter. I told Lyudmila if she wanted to go with us, but she refused because she wanted to see her husband one last time since Julian brought the news of the firefighters who died or they ended in the hospital, saving people from fire. We already are in our way to the airport and back home. In spite of everything, Chernobyl was a very nice place before it exploded.
Episode 3, 26 of April 1987. A year has already passed. The scientist Valerie Legasov, that was the scientist we met in this amusement park, revealed that what happened the night of the explosion, and it sure goes something like one of our co-workers was taking care of the reactor for the night and he wanted to do a test although the other employers told him that it was very dangerous. Anatoly Diatlov insists on carrying our test and so the reactor exploded. The test went wrong and everything got out of the hand. It is impossible to determine how many deaths were that day, but there is estimated 13, 33 deaths occurred. When we go home, everyone welcomed us with joy and left the worry behind. We are a family of you who managed to get out of there. And this is how the story of Emma Smith in Chernobyl ends. We will not upload more content from Emma's diary. The rest from the topic is the diary because the rest divides from the topic as the years go by. But I'm going to leave you a bit of it, a little bit of information about what happened in Chernobyl last night, that night. So here's real information from the diary of Emma Smith. One, the scientist that Emma met in the amusement park is true, is not an invention of Emma in her diary. Badly Legasov was the one who in 1986 revealed what happened at the nuclear plant so this person has real historical facts. He commits suicide a year later, more or less. Two, Anatoly Dietlov was the one who took charge of the test that led the explosion also exists in real life. This person was sentenced for a decade in prison, but could not complete the sentence because in 1995, he died of a heart attack in prison. 3. Lyudmila. It's real, and, his and her husband too. Her husband was a firefighter. Unfortunately, her husband died from the radiation that left the nuclear power. Lyudmila broke safely rules by staying with her husband while he was dying. This caused, pro this caused problems for the baby she was carrying and shortly after birth, the baby died. The Chernobyl accident is one of the largest nuclear disasters on the Earth planet. What Emma says in her diary about the dead ones is true. The exact number of deaths is not yet known. Speaking of it, those who died had to be buried deep in earth 
and added cement to prevent radiation from escaping. And this is how it ends my project of the diary of Emma Smith narrating the story she lived in Chernobyl. Thank you and good night.